No. It's your host with the most <laughs> Chuka offer. <laughs> you guys are dicks. All right. Anyways, welcome to the Off Space Podcast. It's your host with the motherfucking most Chuka offer. And it's your favorite co host, as a go offer. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Oh my God, we are so lame. Wow. But anyways, it's all good, man, because we're happy to be here and we're happy to bring to y'all on the countdown to episode 100. What episode are we on today, Chuka? Um, I think it's 91. Uh, I'm going to take your word for it because I'm gonna, not going to lie. That's always your thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which episode is pretty 91. Bad. Yeah, Sersky. But how's your past week, man? How you feeling? How you living? Uh,. Man, I'm not going to lie. This is one of those weeks that I have no recollection of besides the last two days. And they've been phenomenal. So <laughs> it was a shared experience, though. So I know just being able to, like, amidst everything, celebrate the holiday, uh, find some fun, be able to be a regular human being for a fucking day. Anybody who says otherwise, get over yourselves. No offense. As long as because there are people that are doing that safely, you know, believe it or not, you can do it safely. And if Anyone wants to know, actually, I'd love to have this discussion. I think I actually did a reflection room on it. Uh, go ahead and check that episode out on YouTube. and Or hit me up, because I'd love to just have the talk, all jokes aside. And yes, please, please, for anybody listening, hit him up. Because I'm not even trying to argue with y'all. Like, if you know me as a person and you think I'm being that irresponsible without, like, thinking of anyone else at all, then truly just don't talk to me about that. Because you got the wrong guy. But anyways... But past I, that, it's been I fun, also man. had a pretty yeah. fun week. I mean, my week was straight. <coughs> I just chilled for the most part. Like, my life is basically like, which... You sound like you lost your voice. <clears throat> yeah, I did lose my voice because I'm, I mean, I'm, I was Liddy Sticks. But I mean, I don't know. It's just my life has basically been getting shit done, I guess, mm-hmm. like during the week for the most part and being basically self-isolated like i don't go nowhere i just stay at the crib for the most part and see like the select people that choose to like see me during that time and then just like hanging out on weekends but shout out to a the homie scott for his shindig that we all went to and then b just all of the homies for how fun we ended up you know tearing tearing down and having having a great weekend legendary moments legendary whatever Mm -hmm. but always after such situations you deal with the repercussions and like you mentioned i do not have a voice for the most part like i've lost my voice and it's tough to hear things but i guess that's what happens when you stand in front of a speaker like my dumb ass in the moment you think oh i'm so cool like ha 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 and then i like i see as go looking at me this motherfucker is like bro what are you doing bro the speaker's right behind and i wake up and i can't hear shit but whatever um other than that yeah what's your heat check for the week so my heat check this week is a song that i recently got put onto because it looked i was on apple music actually before i don't know why i was on apple music to be honest or mm-hmm. where i was using it now you're a spotify guy yeah but i saw like the cover art and it's funny that for some reason the cover art brought me to the song and i listened and it was mm-hmm. memphis part two by ag featuring nle choppa asap ferg and um I think that's it. There's not anybody else. But yeah, this whole song is a vibe. It honestly sounds like um, throwback Rocky in 2020. And it made me super excited to listen to more of AG's music because A, I don't, I never heard of this person. So it was cool to be able to, I guess, be introduced to an artist that I'm really enjoying and kind of get like, you know, fresh music and fresh takes and everything. Because even though I love all these artists that I listen to now, it just feels like sometimes it gets repetitive when you're listening to the same things over and over, like same people. I don't want to say same things, but same people. And so you like to switch it up here and there and just learn about new people, you know, shit. Why not? So yes, Memphis Part 2 by AG. And then my heat check for the week is going to come from actually the queen, <laughs> one of the queens, Ariana Grande. She dropped her new album, Positions, and my favorite song from that album, which I will talk about in a second. Um, is 34 plus 35. If you can do simple math, that adds up to 69. 82. And she got onto her super sexual shit. And Ariana is one of those that really always runs a touchdown in when she gets into her sexual bag, which is still kind of weird for me because I think of her as the girl from Justice or Victorious or whatever the fuck that show was. But the yeah. craziest part is, like, she's older than me. So I shouldn't even think about it on some weird We're all like going to hold on to it because I feel like it's one of those things that when it's again we don't know these people personally but when they're your age mates quote-unquote going through certain things you see them at a certain age but again we all grow up and we all get on different shit like i remember times where we were all super childish or whatever 
and now you see what young adults are really like so jesus christ it's just it's not it's definitely not like y'all thought it was gonna be by the way if anybody younger is listening to this being in your 20s is not as cool as you think it's it's dope no no no, it's dope from like a a bunch of things standpoint don't get me wrong obviously like one i look better than everybody i feel better than everybody i carry myself pretty well like whatever i love the person that i am no i love being 20 something i was gonna say like best thing past obviously just being more secure with yourself hopefully because you've had to deal with yourself so much and getting out of like the high school getting out of maybe college if you went or whatever but developing into who you really are and just solidifying that and the fact that when you want something now you can just go buy it you know what I mean? I feel like that's such a better like feeling than having to be like working out some deal with your parents or some shit or like trying to figure it out when you're a kid. Like just being a young adult is it's freeing. A lot more responsibilities though. For sure. It's just like one, I'm never gonna be one of those weirdos. Like there's still people that you could tell that obviously peaked in high school that wish for them days back and like go back to yeah, yeah. rather than no that's weird like truly truly it's just definitely me thinking about what 26 would look like is very different from when i was 18 and actually being 26 oh and for that's sure all that. I meant. no that's and all i get you we had that conversation that's earlier but definitely yeah. that it's it's very very different it feels different <laughs> mentally than i thought it was gonna be okay. like a lot of that shit wow but um yeah 34 plus 35 on ariana's new album definitely like she's definitely getting up there i guess at this point for me as somebody that hits two of my favorite bags when it comes to like women with beautiful voices singing one is if you can get into your nasty talk sexual bag like that's Mm -hmm. definitely if you can do that i'm sold i'm i'm easy sell wow he's a sucker i'm buying like birkin you need one i'm here it's like Like, that last project (laughs) oh for sure (laughs) but like the other bag is like making me miss people that i don't need to miss you know what i'm saying that's a dangerous one no it's a super dangerous one don't get me wrong but it's like i love when they can draw raw emotion that's gone dormant inside of you even Mm -hmm. and then just make you feel like immediately like if you can get into your like tear my heart apart Mm -hmm. bag i'm like ooh, fuck me up you know what i'm saying (laughs) and she seemed to accomplish both of those things on this album so definitely um i'll get into positions a little bit more but after he checks i only really dealt with three things new-ish this week mm-hmm. music wise it was the rilo rodriguez single featuring yo Gotti, and it was called for me which is a hard song i'm definitely excited excited for rilo's project whenever that comes in Lil Baby's artist for PF. You already know what the fuck is going on in atlanta with them niggas because they always make good music mm-hmm. at least in my opinion and um then there was Buster Rhymes put out a new project and I wanted to just give, I wanted to A, give a shout out to it because it was a really solid project, Extinction Level Event to The Wrath of God. But B, because I listened to it at the gym and I knew Buster was going to make some music that was going to be some music that I was excited mm-hmm. to listen to like while working out and getting after it. But a big shout out for me and something I actually talked to you about this week to Bussa is he decided to get in shape before he dropped this album. Like yeah. it's been years since he dropped this album. And that's something that's always kind of saddened me. Like, and I understand everybody's life is different. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, like when you see a lot of your idols or a lot of people, and I won't even say idols because that's a very specific word for me. But when you see a lot of the, the coolest to you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like when you were young, those people you, you looked up the to people and you like, I remember being like a kid in the late nineties and early two thousands and seeing Buster with the crazy hair, that six mm-hmm. pack and like going crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I used to think he was like one of the most badass motherfuckers. And he, he still is, don't get me wrong. And I don't want to take it away from him. It's just weird. Like seeing legends and people of that nature who, let themselves go right yeah essentially and it seems like a lot of people accept the fact that their youth was the best years of their life right and it seems like they just act like it's not possible to continue being cool because i'm somebody that personally feels that i'm gonna be the coolest person in the world in my 20s then Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be the coolest person in the world in my 30s and the coolest person in the world in 40s 50s 60s etc because each stage of my life i want to be the best version of myself possible and so i definitely wanted to give a congratulations to him for um just reclaiming his life like he looks good like he looks great he's out working out all the time lifting like got back into shape he seems to be in a way better mental space like it seems Mm -hmm. like he's kind of decided nah i'm not gonna let myself yeah just go 
and I Absolutely. get that, and I love that, and so it feels good, man, because it's just like you know when people fall into that bag, when they fall into that vein, it's almost like they're just happy in life, and when you could tell, like you know, they're doing good for themselves, and you're happy to see those people that you looked up to just being happy themselves and like living a life that you know you want for them in a way. Exactly. Even like always going to talk about Kobe, yes, Sirski, but even when it comes down to Kobe. <laughs> Like, that was one of the funniest things ever, like, when he retired, because he had, like, a month of being out of shape. And the thing is, though, out of shape for Kobe. Out wasn't of shape for Kobe. Kobe. Like, it wasn't, like, the weekend, no offense. But <laughs> no, it wasn't, like, I mean, we'll get to the weekend in a second, though, because that nigga goaded for his <laughs> Halloween outfit. But, like, Kobe, he got, like, love handles for the first time mm -hmm. in 20 years. Like, slight love handles, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And he posted a picture on a boat, and then fans were like, oof. They're like, oh, Kobe's really enjoying retirement. They would say shit like that. Like, niggas weren't even shitting on Kobe like that. They were like, oh, we see retirement's getting to Kobe. And then this nigga tweeted like, no. out something like, locked in, see y'all in a month. And then <laughs> literally one month later, this nigga ripped again. He was just like, nah, I got to get back to it. I got to start working. And so always shouts out to mentality, shouts out to Kobe Bryant when it goes to stuff like that. Exactly. And that's just an example of one of my legends, mm -hmm. like one of my people that I look up to just reclaiming that and deciding like R.I.P. before he was gone that there was nothing that was going to stop him from being yeah. the best version of himself all the way. So, I don't know. Do you have more music news? Because there were some songs myself. I know singles that dropped that I thought I wanted to highlight on. Um, do you want me to just break down the Ariana album or you want to get to the singles first? Uh, we can go ahead and get it. Since we're already talking on the Ariana, let's go ahead and dive a little bit more into that. I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know now. I genuinely, I know from the last podcast, some people out there might believe, oh, as a go hates Ariana Grande, blah, 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 shut up. She makes great music. We all know this. Like, if, if you really don't believe that at this point, then you're just a hater. And I'm not a hater. I like to, you know, give people a chance and appreciate them for who they are. Wonderful voice. So I am excited to listen to this album, and it is going to be a nice switch up from listening to, like, a lot of rap and R&B recently. So I'm looking forward to it, because I know it's, like, it's going to be more pop, obviously. You're not seeing, like, R&B Ariana. R&B Ariana's on there though is she's it? on there she's on there for sure you but I mean like honestly Ariana Grande to me is like I was telling you and this is gonna be a hard hard statement to say on mm -hmm. this podcast but I have to be real I have yeah. to be real Justin Bieber has always been my well Timberlake had it beforehand Timberlake had it beforehand oh, and Bieber took it from Timberlake <laughs> and now I think Ariana's taking it from Bieber as the number one white artist whenever they start cosplaying as black people. And so, like, the second Ariana decided that she was going to take her black tendencies, like, it's been out of here. That music's been phenomenal. And you know what? Do what you got to do, girl. Like, whatever. I'm a part of the Ari Hive. And, <laughs> oh, my. Bro. Bro, you know whenever... For all of our audio listeners, you know whenever, just know I was making a face. You know whenever Justin Bieber hangs out with black people, he makes the best music, bro. Like, this nigga hung out with white people and tried to be himself for one album and no one cared. And hey, man. I cared. I liked it. I know you it. didn't. No, you I was didn't. like, dude, that's great music. I'm so happy you found your queen, your wife, man. Thank you fall into your chance bag, bro. I love it. <laughs> no one cared, bro. No, but, man. But... That's, yeah. It feels like everybody's rocking with it because it's weird being around and just seeing like immediately after the album drops or whatever and certain songs get played and just people's reactions and immediately knowing the lyrics and where it's when it's like so recent, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people really are fucking with it. So it's going to be interesting to see how that really goes down the line. Is it going to have a lot of replay value? Yes. Who fucking knows? Yes, absolutely. Um, not around me, I'm sure, but <laughs> it wasn't made for the, my demographic. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm a black man. You're a black man too. Why do you think that yeah, was the demographic can. I was talking on? What demographic were you speaking? I don't even need to get into it now if you just want to be assuming. Asking oh, all them questions, nigga. making statements. Assume? No. But getting to positions by Ariana Grande. Let's start it from the top, okay? You're about to do the whole <clears throat> breakdown? I'm about to do the whole breakdown. Niggas deserve the Ariana Grande All right, two-hour long podcast coming to y'all today. No, I'm not even going to go I'll too space crazy. On it. I'm not going to go too crazy. But I will say this queen mm. went crazy. Um, I'll highlight a few songs that I really like. She started us off the probable best way that an album could have basically been started off. And that is just telling people to shut up. And the name of the song is Shut Up. And honestly, if I could sing a little bit better, I wish I could just harmonize Shut Up to so many people that talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I don't be wanting to talk to y'all, but shut up. Beautiful. Yeah, no, you're going to have to let that one rest. Beautiful. You know? I got to let it's it rest. It's not there right the now. You know, gone, you know what what Normally he can do that. No, you know? come, come here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm good singing ass nigga. But uh, <laughs> Shut Up is just like the way it set the mode, it set the tune. 
And then you get to off the table. Off the table honestly made me want to throw myself in front of a bus, which is as sad as I really want to get when you're trying to draw the heartstrings out. <laughs> and so she really nailed that one. Her and the weekend harmonizing on that mm -hmm. song. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, y'all are getting into my bag. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> was that the R&B or uh, Ariana you were talking about? Uh, no, she had sprinklings all through it. Okay. All through it. There was many a song. You can see the but, influences um, and things, I'm sure. For sure. And then Positions was, of course, a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. um, she had Nasty, which, you know, she was talking nasty, of course. Shouts out to my queen. I feel like a few of these probably fell in that row. 630, ooh, baby, Love Language, West Side, POV. <laughs> she made a song called POV. <laughs> she made a song called POV because she knew what the fuck was going on. Be Yo, clear. That's fire. Be clear. That's Be clear. Fire. Like the way she was talking. I'm here for the it. way she was talking on this album. Like she was talking about missing the taste of somebody in the morning. Like just shit. She was getting into my bag. Like I, it's shit that I texted her. You know what I'm saying? Bro, why you say it's your bag? Like it's not everybody no, passes her name. That's my bag. That shit I texted Ariana last week and she wasn't. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. What you tell her? What you tell her? Whatever. I can't You're not put it out there. I can't really break it down all the way. I oh can't, my this God. is a free game i'm putting i did see those few paragraphs you know what i'm saying it was it was cool but <laughs> however i don't know what nigga is fucking her right now but however she talks to that nigga is the only way i want women to talk to me from now on because obviously like she makes her him feel some type of way and he makes her definitely feel some type of way <laughs> and that is some toxic beautiful energy i need in my life right now it might just be love man. man fuck that that is the you been scoring huh <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> No, it's not even like I'm just fucking with you. No, but no, no, for sure. I know you're fucking with me. But it just like it sounds like how women describe being digmatized, mm -hmm. and then a lot of times niggas fall prey to the pussy. Yeah, and there's definitely that time period where there's that level of infatuation just because y'all both had such a fire experience mm -hmm. and a fire time. And it seems like she recorded that album in that period. And I love it. <laughs> and I love it. Like, no matter what, y'all are just all ignoring red flags because the shit fired. You know what I really like, hope, hey, though? we here. I really hope that it was, like, a random person who works at, like, a 7-Eleven down the street. Yeah, so, and the man's living his life just so incognito. Just knowing, like, I know, but y'all don't. You really hope it was on some Carrie Hilson shit. It was just a regular-ass nigga. Do this for the regular people out there. Bro, I enjoy life. Bro, I message Carrie Hilson, like, twice a year at least and asked if she still likes regular niggas i hope i'm i was gonna say i hope that you're joking but the thing is the fact that i saw that about like a few weeks ago no bullshit I, maybe not to her but to someone else specifically it kind of makes me sad but you know what again do it for all they the regular niggas just, out there. Bro, they don't just gotta have blue checks you know what i'm they saying don't. They don't. You know, shoot or have, shoot i can have a blue check one day you feel me baby shoot or shoot it's like the time i tried to ask out kalani he did try to ask out kalani in person actually in what? little five points in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? You're dropping everything. <laughs> Drop the whole dollar. <laughs> Bro, that so was yeah. like four years. No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, go hard um, on the singles you got, though. But that's all I got on Ariana for now. It was Beautiful literally... album. Everyone should listen to it. Two singles. Um, and I'm really not going to highlight one of them too much because, to be fair, I don't know the name. I just wanted to mention it because I saw... I think somebody retweeted something about it. And I remember people were trying to sell it that the kids was rock, were rocking with this man super hard for a period. Just a career, bro. Dropped a single. And I'm not trying to harp on this young black man trying to get money, trying to do what he's doing. All I do is support what he's doing. black. All I do is support but black. But he has a single out there, and I'm actively going to go listen to it and see what it's about. But I, sometimes I just get confused. But I'm just going to leave it at that. But secondly, right. Zach Fox dropped a single called Stick. And not going to lie, obviously, you know, he's always in his comedic bag. But listening to it and knowing that it's still... He makes good shit. Oh, he makes good music. He's it, a creative. He's a good creative, too. It makes me happy because there's not a lot of those, like, known comedic rapper type shits anymore. Like, Lil Dicky in recent years, but when was the last time Lil Dicky really dropped music that wasn't, Lil like... Dicky never needs to rap again. I need that nigga to only make that FX show because that shit fire. His album was fire to me. Like, I loved it. on like, the comedic tip and everything. It was good rap shit. But he drops, like, singles that were kind of, like, gimmicky to me for, like, specific things that I'm not really rocking with. So, it's nice to still have, like someone in that vein out there doing it actively in Zach Fox so you should go ahead and listen to Stick Yourself too no for sure I'm sad I missed it because I do like his music like I played Square Up for months mm -hmm. like I played the fucking like Jesus one so mm -hmm. long because that shit was fire but um there is some funny music news that we can get to do you want to get to more serious music news or funny music news first I'm going to give you the choice uh either one I'm going to go ahead and go with funny 
Funny? All right, cool. All right, there's a few funny things that happened this week. One is, bro, you can't tell me. Because I know that so many people like to vindicate this man, and they need they like to get mad at this man and act like this man is the worst, okay? And this nigga seems like a really cool nigga, other than he might have a sprinkling of cheating sometimes. But that nigga offset one of the funniest people I've ever seen in my life, bro. This nigga posted a video of Cardi. <laughs> How is it every week, bro? Bro, every week he does something hilarious. He posted a video of Cardi sweeping. And he said, oh, she lied to y'all on that song. <laughs> she said, I don't cook. I don't clean. But I'm going to tell you how I got this. <laughs> no one can hear what you said just bro, now. Not, no one can hear a single thing you said. Bro, because on WAP, she goes, I don't cook. I don't clean. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you how I got this ring. And Cardi's in the house sweeping off. Said, said, you need to stop lying to them. Every time songs. you see like, the, the IG stories of him with little comments, like, like laying up with her it's like her yelling i'm naked i'm naked and he's like they've, they've already seen it, it. <laughs> hilarious that nigga funny as fuck i'm sorry but anyways and he does a lot of good in the black community but a lot of y'all are ignorant to that because y'all are too invested in the lives of celebrities and want to act like you're a part of those relationships get out of there but on another funny tip of music it's not funny this isn't funny for sure it's just funny because my nigga had like a Bleacher Report yeah. rollout and then treated it like the more than an athlete. Like, yeah, I'm going to get over this. But it's, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know, I know what you're already because obviously you're referring to Drake. Drake tearing his ACL. Yeah. It's funny because I know in some vein. You think they're going to miss him in the playoffs in the OVO tournament? 100%. <laughs> in some vein, there's he's obviously joking a little bit in like the delivery. Of course. Because you know he ha- you got to get your jokes off. You got to stay high spirits. But it's nuts to me knowing that this man tore his ACL probably hooping in his home gym. In his home indoor court. Right. NBA regulation size basketball. And that's the shit that makes you want to... I know if it was me and that happened like after my injury, I'd be wanting to tear the whole shit down and replace it with a bowling alley. Right. I would not even want to be looking Walking at that pass and knowing you can't hoop. Oh my. Knowing you can't hoop. Knowing that I injured myself on that specific court, <laughs> bro, I never want to play there again. <laughs> For sure. Bro, he's going to get the floor redone. He's going to have to take all the wood out and put some new wood in. He's going to say, I'm never hopping on that shit again. But, but obviously, prayers out to Drake. Yeah. We're going to hope for the best in his recovery. You as somebody that's gone through an injury, I know it, there's nothing to play play about. It feels like, obviously, because your mind starts taking you to dark places, especially, like, obviously he's going to get over it. I know, like, everyone's going to say he's rich. Like, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. But injuries are injuries. They still take time, and you're still immobile, and you're not able to do the things that you love, right? Mm-hmm. So he, his mind's going to be taking him to certain places, and I know it's going to come out in the music, and whatever music he makes in that time, whether it's uplifting or it's, like, dark or whatever, it's about to be insane for sure it's all about to be such quality shit like that. he can't go out he can't really do shit exactly right so, so i expect to see a lot out of that i don't know someone does, like you think it, like that too? does it affect the album rollout because um, to be honest we haven't gotten a lot of news when it's coming out and i feel like there's gonna be a, be a big rollout for it he said january so oh okay yeah he announced it january 2021 oh yeah he did um so do you think that affects it at all because i think by then it shouldn't he should be fine so a, he should be fine by then. B, I don't think it affects it just because the only thing that would necessarily affect it, which is unfortunate for somebody of Drake's caliber, like you've seen, and this isn't to knock any artist at all, but obviously y'all niggas are not Drake. Like I've seen like Mulattoes and like Rod Waves and like people like that still being able to get concerts off because yes, it's irresponsible, of course, to have like thousands of people in like that those venues, but you're still in a two to 5,000 person venue. Mm-hmm. Like really in a one to, it's looked like a lot of these people have been doing one to 3,000 in person venues right but drake's doing stadium tours and so because drake's doing stadium tours he always he already has to realize that his touring unlike other people's touring but drake touring isn't coming back till 2022 or late 2020 yeah but past that man because think about this too he's going to be doing live performances right so do you think it affects that realm at all and like maybe like a ovo live performance or something um, well, that's what I was kind of getting to in terms of that's never going to affect the the rollout unless it had to do with stuff that has to do with bread mm-hmm. and having to do with bread is touring. And so, so like, that's not really touring. No, it's never going to, it's not going to affect it. It's not going to do nothing with that. That would be if, a shame. If they plan to do little OVO stuff, they'll still just do little OVO stuff and he'll just be player like two chains to come out in a wheelchair or some shit like that. But they're not going to do like, they're not going to do like. He's not touring. He's not like going around the world or going like state to state and doing big city stuff. Because all of the people that do stadiums yeah. or like all the festival shit, none of that's coming back till at least fall mm-hmm. next year, probably later. I just mean more so like you think this man's ever gonna do like the crutches, like live performance YouTube video for four minutes type shit. That's not gonna happen. 
And if we get robbed of seeing, honestly, I don't even think he's going to do a live performance of any of these songs that he drops off his albums regardless, but I would love to see it when the album comes around because those are always some of my favorite things to just, you know, those moments where you're sitting up late nights, you're kind of stoned and you're just going through like live. I like to watch live performances and just listen to music and shit. So on the off times that I do it, because I don't really smoke like that anymore, but having like a Drake experience for that, that'd be dope. He's never really that kind of artist anymore because he's too big, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, he's way too big for that kind of stuff. Unless so, you do so it in-house. It's, it's really just kind of him picking and choosing little situations like that. But I don't think it's necessarily going to affect anything just because the, um, A, the Drake already handles rollouts different than other artists. He doesn't do the whole media run. He picks like one, maybe two people he trusts. Like he with the talks that I've seen and just like the things that I've heard, mm. I'm assuming this year it's going to be a Joe Budden podcast episode or something like that is or interview with the Joe because from the rumblings of like him he even put out a video said Joe I am going to give you your interview just no. wait to the album wait towards the no. album blah 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 and so I think that because he every time you always notice Drake picks like one maybe two outlets and then if he's really in dog mode he does a couple freestyles but none of that's going to be affected with the ACL shit. Dude, I know a lot of people when they're talking on their platforms and stuff how in some way it's not really like it's well podcasting i'm not gonna say or is a direct competition but you're taking up market space for people who are listening to your thing so in a way it is competitive right but i'm listening to that joe budden drake podcast as soon as it comes out and i'm always gonna spare love on that if there's something i want to watch i'm always gonna let the people know that they should check it out oh because i don't give a fuck i'm gonna show love to everything out there that i like and that'll be somebody that they joke so i mean i never want to watch now that i've been deeper on the podcast space and just like in general when it comes to the um the way they conduct interviews versus the traditional like mm. radio and shit like that <clears throat> bro i never want people i care about or artists i care about to do the regular interviews no more because you see how cookie cutter that shit is when you see the quality that gets brought yeah. out on the other platforms so i'm too excited for something like that way way too excited that's for dope man like that. so let's go ahead and see that when it comes out but on to other news now and now we have um, some other funny things that happened to music this week. Well, not really something that happened to music, but I did want to give... Oh, it's music-related because she's the queen of it all. I wanted to give a shout-out to Beyonce for the um, covers that she's been doing because <clears throat> I think it was a her releasing her clothing and all of that too don't get me wrong so it's mutually beneficial because beyonce is never doing something that doesn't benefit her like she's very calculated with this shit but um her time is valuable man for sure like what if i'm if what the two billionaires in an elevator line like comes is in fruition like real bro i'm a big i'm a big girl to be fair though you don't even get to her point if you're not treating your time like it's valuable of course of course of course but hers is just like understood valuable that's fucking Beyonce. yeah and so like she did a string of covers and my god like <sighs> you seem like <laughs> christmas might have came early for some niggas bro i'm just saying beyonce blessed everybody if y'all haven't seen those covers just know that every time that beast steps out respectfully shouts out to ho she always looks crazy and she always makes sure to kind of like yeah. really really capture these moments so I, like, I love seeing stuff like that i think the easiest way to describe it because i can't remember what each um one was specifically called and things like that but the one where she's in like the black get up and whatnot was so cold to me for some reason it brought off anime vibes like gothic anime vibes <laughs> but that shit was super dope and i love like the the athletic fits hopefully there's the male the outline, bro i need i need the baby blue one in male like if they just need to make it in guy you know what i'm saying so that i can buy it because that shit looks too tough and i don't know exactly what this is called which is horrible for my ladies out there that are going to know all the technical terms but obviously i don't know the references for every piece of clothing that y'all have ever worn but it was just like the thing it's it was an early 2000s thing i think i could just be looking wrong era but she had a picture where it was kind of like a thong but it's not really but it's like uh, it seems like almost like bracelet or necklace material like it's like jewels back there mm-hmm. like she had a picture like that like that whole style like whatever the fuck that was i'm describing it horrible but if you've seen the picture you've seen the picture that needs to come back you queens because that is outstanding like give oh it time goodness. give it time because a lot oh of these things goodness. just are on cycles oh my goodness oh my <laughs> goodness i love you but anyways moving on from beyonce our good brother clifford harris ti 
Mm. He gave us he gave he gave us the truth this week, and I'm so happy that Ti came and he stepped out after dropping such an outstanding album in Libra. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I'm not being sarcastic about so far. Like that man decided to come out and teach us how to stay ahead of coronavirus. He said he prefers not to personally mm. live in fear. So he doesn't have to wear masks and like do all of that kind of stuff yeah. because of the fact that instead he's going to attack it directly. He went to coronavirus, right? Mm-hmm. And he drinks hot tea, right? Bro. And if he, if he drinks hot tea, then it neutralizes it so that mm-hmm. you, can, you can inhale all the corona you mm-hmm. want, right? Because the tea is going to bring it straight to your stomach mm-hmm. and it's over with. No, I'm not going to lie. Scientifically speaking, that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> so I know... <laughs> <laughs> bro, I love when niggas say shit like this with their whole chest. I know, obviously, I'm not gonna lie. He's got to be trolling. I'm treating it like he's uh, pulling a fifty cent right now. Which I get it. With everything the, he's saying is trolling. With like the holistic and like all these people talking about like the different methods with all of this stuff. Yeah, there's I some get. shit, but you can't but, say like, you do like ten push-ups and drink some tea. Yeah, you can't, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's you can't not real. say you do P90X and drink some tea and you're straight. I'm about to say, so you found the cure. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he's been working on this for months and you found the cure, bro. That one is definitely not the one. So shout out to my boy Tip, but you gotta, you, you can't be. Re- irresponsibly giving out information like that to your millions of fans i'm saying at the end of the day and this is one of my biggest things because this goes into like the deeper talk of what i think uh we're at right now with like the pandemic and stuff and how to be honest it doesn't seem like certain efforts that people are making are going to be as like substantive as they think it's going to be um we need better leadership on this the u.s has just done such a shitty ass job at managing all this and the people realistically speaking now from just what i see a lot of people don't give a fuck anymore and it's i want to say like can you blame them past obviously to an extent obviously like you there's people dying and no one should be spreading things recklessly and putting people in danger of course you know no the only person you should be willing to risk is yourself Past that, you should not be putting anyone who does not sign up for it in danger of getting sick and getting their loved ones harmed, 100%. But there's no way that we're going to get this really sorted out and handled like other countries have done a good job without like some actual form of leadership, like trying to make an effort to get it done. So we'll see after the election if whoever wins, if they put more of an effort behind it. If they actually pipe up and like tighten up on this shit because truly and exactly like what you were saying, like regardless of the outcome, obviously if you've listened to our podcast, you know exactly like where we stand on this election. But regardless of whoever ends up winning presidency, I'm hoping, I'm truly hoping that when this storm and drama and bullshit of like trying to mm-hmm. fear monger and like do whatever you can for votes and like pull me here this this that once this parade of 30 text messages a day to vote for this and vote for yeah that, once everything is finally done i'm hoping that niggas take this shit serious because it's always so wild on an election year and they always let shit go to bullshit so that they can promise to fix it you know, they always rile people up like we're gonna take care of everything yo your dog needs help i got you and i'm not talking people i'm talking your pets that's how much i give a Fuck. and they lie they lie every time so like every i'm time. just hoping I'm they're just not hoping lying this the time and if they are people are going to be pressed and they're going to be holding them motherfuckers <laughs> accountable the first 100 days are really going to be your first 100 days oh, like Jesus if Christ. biden comes into office because i know like people are going to be like look man we have some expectations motherfucker what are you getting yeah, like, bro ready to put the fire under that nigga's ass if he wins mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not a vote for dude and then be like all right everything's solved <laughs> teehee like all of the internet mm-hmm. fake act like y'all give a fuck liberals that tweet post and do all this shit about stuff but don't really care about the issues no you don't instantly win once your guy gets into office whoever that guy is regardless of the guy that gets in the office we just have to keep the fire on their ass so they pay attention mm-hmm. to what the fuck the people want but moving right along to the last bit of music news for this week mm-hmm. before we actually lead into more <clears throat> before we actually lead into more stuff having to do with the election that goes into music news as well but the last thing i wanted to ask you is cuddy announced the new man on the moon project and with my old ties to man on the moon and man on the moon 2 this is going to be the next man on the moon of Mm -hmm. course in the series i know how i feel personally and i want to know your personal thoughts on do you give a fuck at this point are you excited like what do you think about it give a fuck is like a little bit too strong of a thing to say Mm -hmm. to be fair um, obviously I'm not as excited as I would have been if I was younger, but I do care because Cuddy's someone that I feel like was so, left so much, I don't even have to explain this to you, but I'm saying for the people, left so much of an imprint, not only on music, but on a generation of people, cause he's massive. Even if his later stuff and like him in recent years hasn't been as holding up to the legend that he like came into the game as 
he he is Kid Cudi, and I want to see that man who went through so many struggles, so many like uh, downfalls and things like that. I want to see him succeed. Am I excited? I'm excited to give him like an honest chance to see if I'm really gonna rock with this music. And even if it's bad to me, I'm still excited that he's putting something out and just happy to still be doing what he's doing. So I I genuinely do give a fuck. And for me personally, it's like the lore has gone and escaped me a little bit so it's not like <clears throat> if this was like years ago i would be dancing i'd be marching mm-hmm. marking my calendar you know exactly how i feel but i kind of feel the same way in terms of i'm just proud of cuddy i'm happy to see him happy and i really really am crossing my fingers and hoping i'm not going to bring my expectations to the other man on the moons because obviously i don't want to leave myself up for disappointment but if i could ask one thing i'm hoping that he teams up with the same producer or producers i apologize for not checking the credits beforehand on the man on the moons previously just because if he can keep the same feel i know cuddy still has it mm-hmm. in him it's going to be to the same quality yeah. and then i'll be excited we'll be ready to go because we saw kids see ghosts you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying we know that <clears throat> whenever he wants to tap into that bag he can still very easily tap into that bag so i'm ready for whatever he gives me i'm ready to give it an honest listen and regardless if it's bad i'm not going to come on here and shit on it i may say it wasn't for me but i'm just happy to see him doing things that he's excited to do still exactly you don't have to like everything man and i feel like that's something i try and like be at least from my perspective and i know you do too like that's just what the off space brings we're bringing authentic genuine opinions we're not going to come on here and say we love everything because that's not necessarily true we'd like to talk on shit we like more but again i will mention things out there that i'm just paying attention to again like again tisa Crane, i don't really like his music that much i'm gonna just say that but i know a lot of people do so i'm paying attention to it and i'm actively trying to give people the chance and you know at least let myself be aware of these things and get my honest opinions around them. Well, it's because we're definitely not haters, but I promise you niggas are going to get these jokes if the shit is bullshit. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm a jokey person. I'm mm-hmm. a joke all day, even if I'm not a hater. And then I'm going to just act like the first couple men in the moves were the only ones that existed and then carry on my life. You know what I'm saying? Still cheering for Cuddy, still mm-hmm. hoping for him. But moving right along to the last bit of music news. <sighs> Speaking about my goat, Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. going in in essence to review the platinum plan with Donald Trump so he went and met with 45 and he basically it came off as an endorsement without actually saying I endorse Donald Trump and it comes after a slew of celebrities some saying they were joking and some not one we're not going to mention like Gucci like Gucci gang like mm-hmm. I know that gives away the name but yeah. I don't even want to talk about nigga on there but there is a slur of a slur of celebrities that were slew. a slew slew thank you of celebrities that were kind of backing because of the Biden announced um tax I want to let you can continue bro it's the UFC ones that be blowing me because it's people that I don't even expect that are minorities I'm like bro what are y'all doing man <laughs> like this is the guy that you're backing but I'm gonna let you continue it's because of the fucking tax plan it just shows like and this this goes into why a lot of the people that want to talk all this abolish and like break down like whatever with like the current systems they feel like And I understand how some people would feel like this, but they feel like the people in power that represent them, right? Like, whether it be rich black people, rich LGBT people, um, rich Mexican people, Latin people, Asian people, etc. And they feel like once they get to that point, that it becomes, I'm rich, not I am black, or I Mm -hmm. am a part of the... LGBT community or I am this I am that and it seems to you seem to view a lot of these people choose pockets over the people that they represent which is it is what it is there you can't really tell people what to do with their money but some of these were just the fact that they were like I'm tired of thinking that Democrats already think they have our votes and things. And I get that, too. Like, I understand. I I get that that mindset as well. But it's like, I I hope you don't think this guy already has your vote either. (laughs) But but it's just funny to me because it kind of backs a lot of what these people say when we watch the week that the tax plan is announced. Yeah. All of these left out of left endorsements come out. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And in the case of Wayne, like all jokes aside, and everybody's going to judge me and call me a piece of shit and whatever you want to call me. One, I'm never canceling Lil Wayne. Just letting y'all know, unless some real, like, R. Kelly, like, vile fuck shit came out, I'm never canceling Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne is my go. And that is somebody that is on a very particular island that has so few people on it for me that I just, I'm sorry, y'all can call me a bad person, but I'm always going to love. But two, and this isn't to come to the defense of Lil Wayne, it actually does, it, it, it explains it a little bit, but also goes into 
why you don't need to put as much credence as y'all motherfucking do in these celebrities when I get that they're the big names but there's so many professors there's so many like fighters and like people that have worked on these civil rights issues for 20 30 years that will say something and then nobody will listen but Wayne will go meet with Trump and I understand he is Wayne so it, it makes sense a lot but, and the spotlight's a lot bigger but it becomes in national news yeah. about oh our rich black people don't like us are this or that no Wayne is the one that was in that situation one and that's nobody else so you can't group all these people together but two two when it comes to Lil Wayne in particular mm -hmm. in particular just from what I've seen what I've read and what I've heard that man is the most isolated person on this planet on this planet so that's why I think people need to stop giving him so much credence when it comes to political shit and like how they trip whenever he says stuff because he is truly the definition of disconnected because he lives in his own world like y'all need to just like let that man go and just like if some political shit with Wayne come up it's not saying that no anybody is above criticism but it's something that you should realize in order in terms of like you're wasting your time bro like this is the wrong time to focus our energy this is the I definitely ag energy. agree with you on that like the focus shouldn't be on on this man like if anything and you're disappointed if that's fine and just keep it pushing and support people who you actively think will do the right things to make change be brought about again don't waste your time thinking oh i gotta spend hours wondering how i'm gonna fix lil wayne's perception on what's going on and at the end of the day what he's and this isn't i'm not trying to like come to a defense with things like i'm just placing perspective right so assuming his plan uh him working with Donald Trump and things like that to meeting with meeting with and try trying to get things View done the platinum plan yeah again to kind of help out a certain community through an individual who's not going to do it but meeting with him right it's under the assumption if he wins you still want shit to get done it's just the timing is terrible man and it looks like an endorsement and the fact what makes me sad is i feel like the same shit happened with kanye even though i'm not trying to defend kanye either but you remember like when him coming out talking about how he felt like he got played you see so many people that on a basic level it's like you can't see that they're working you right now and that's the disappointing part that's super disappointing but, to watch because you're I mean, literally being used and, like bro, it's the exactly. week before an election like wayne was actually the, the most used like you took that picture with yeah. him and he was like oh black people love mm -hmm. him so i'm saying like your intent can be pure genuinely if you're Lil Wayne in the situation you might never know because I don't know him you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying right you don't know him I know that if you do connect us please <laughs> but like Friend of the show. so exactly <laughs> but you know obviously it's kind of sad to see people being used but I'm gonna keep it pushing because we got other shit to worry about for surely for surely and then we have some updates um before I want to go on a little bit of a lighter note before yeah. it goes crazy no before we talk about some of the social stuff that's happened mm -hmm. this week bro <laughs> did you see the Mexican Jerry Springer clip? no we were supposed to watch it before the podcast <laughs> I was supposed to but Bro, after the nap and everything, I oh felt like we God. just never got to it. So, bro, I'll describe it to you real quick, bro. I'm telling you on everything. Some of the shorties, like one of the shorty they had on this Mexican Jerry. Springer, first off, what's the setup? Is it similar? Same, same exact okay, setup. Bro. Okay. Same exact. Just imagine a Jerry Springer say it's just a bunch. Is, of Mexican Is the you know that guy who's like laughing with like he's missing like a tooth mm -hmm. and that the, it became the meme and everything? Is it that guy, bro? I involved. Fuck the guy involved because I didn't even notice him because of what's okay, going on in okay. this video. Bro, it was a royal rumble, bro. I'm telling you, this bitch came out. Ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. One is gone. Another one's just started squaring up with her. Started squaring up with her. The bouncer separated and then let them go back. It was like they were letting them have rounds, mm -hmm. bro. It was really like I was watching an MMA fight or like a boxing match, bro. Like they really just let them throw hands, bro. One this one shorty on everything, bro. Fought three of them. Fought three That's of them in a row. Warrior, warrior. The rest of them were gone. <laughs> Wait, why? Bro, I've never so, seen it. So it's like a boxing no, match with Jerry Springer. No. They like what walk off out of certain just point, drama. Remove, remove this, the tables and the chairs. And they're like people coming out of the stands trying ding, to fight, ding, bro. Ding. Like that shit was awesome. I want to be in the. I want to be in the crowd for Mexican mm -hmm. Jerry Springer. So fucking bad. Mm -hmm. So I gotta see bad. that for sure. But um, another thing. Just moving on to more actual news that happened this week. One thing is that the Devil Lady, which I don't even feel like saying her name because of how ashamed we should be as a country. Say her name, nigga. She's one of our justices now. Nigga, we have to know these people. You can't just cancel one of our Supreme Court justices. I wish you could, bro, because canceling is not even real. But anyways, the Amy Coney Bennett or Barrett or however mm -hmm. the fuck you say her name, bro, she got sworn in and 
We'll just leave it on that with with that. No, we're not going to leave it on that. Educate yourselves. Because I know a lot of y'all motherfuckers out there don't know these people's past. You don't know their stances. You don't know even their education. To be fair, you don't know their occupations even before they got sworn in. Even though you should. Bro, she, you should assume. Bro, she became a Supreme Court justice with an empty resume. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to start applying for the exec board of certain companies on everything, bro. On Like, we don't need requirements anymore. First off, I've been shooting the shots. Shoot or shoot, man. One of these days, Apple's going to get back to me. Oh, my but, goodness. But, I told Tim Cook I'm taking his shit. What's that on? But genuinely speaking, again, like, such high officials like these, even if you don't like these motherfuckers or, like, you hear certain things, you got to educate yourself fully on who they are and what they believe in historically because when they're making decisions for what... When they're making decisions that dictate justice and laws and, like, what's right and wrong in your country... Those are very important things because those dictate how you live on the day to day. You can say a lot of your these things don't bother you, so you're worried about your nine to five, and that's all that's on your mind. Okay, mm-hmm. but when but when you're oh, but again, all these decisions that go to the Supreme Court. So when you're gay and you want to get married, then all of a sudden you got to worry about this. Like there's so many different things that people out there got to be worried about. Let's just say young ladies and young gentlemen, like whoever's applicable. We have to pay attention to this shit just because of the fact that certain things that have been longstanding that we've learned in in classes since we were fucking Mm -hmm. children are about to be attacked and are about to be up in the air now because of the state of the Supreme Court. And so we won't be surprised with her past and some of the evil things that we've seen her co-sign if things like Roe v. Wade come back up. You know, things that shouldn't even be discussed anymore. Mm-hmm. It should just be put in the past. So we should all, all jokes aside, definitely pay attention to that bitch. But, hey man, <laughs> stop calling these people bitches. Nah, she's a bitch. She deserves to be called a bitch. Like, a bitch is unisex and she deserves yeah. that one. But anyways, <clears throat> and then moving right along, Officer Dickhead. <laughs> no, <I need> <laughs> Why are you so angry? That's all I'm asking. Bro, everybody in the world should be angry at Officer yeah. Dickhead. Like, oh, are you okay. serious? Okay, yeah. I, for, I didn't realize the problem that we're on right now. No. Oh, yeah, this is Officer no. Dickhead, to be fair. But Officer Dickhead, which was one of the officers in the Breonna Taylor situation, that just that got the charges dropped yeah, yeah. and everything by the bitch-ass attorney general. Like, he is now suing Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, which is the only surviving person because Breonna Taylor, rest in peace to that beautiful girl, is not here anymore. And he's now suing her for things along the lines of like emotional distress and like trauma and everything he's had to deal with since the case and like Mm -hmm. since the end of the decision. And one, I just couldn't imagine like the depths, the, the vile depths of the earth that you have to come out of as a human being to be able to even formulate thoughts like that to be able to think that i'm going to do some fuck shit like that i was about this person's fucking dead you know what i'm saying man obviously you don't know like i'm on oh what i'm about to say don't take this as defense for this man at all i don't know what's going on in his head and i can't begin to imagine because i'm not that kind of person that's disgusting behavior and for you to put yourself in that position after you already know you were in the wrong it's just like that's the kind of thing that makes me believe certain individuals, without them admitting it, truly are racist. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it's just like, it's like almost spit in the face. A super spit in the face. So fuck that guy. But moving along to some more positive and some dope news mm-hmm. for, no, actually just the last bit of somber news, just because of some recent things that we've heard from family members and from people in Nigeria as well. We don't want y'all to ever forget about the fight that's going on over there. So I definitely want to double down on the NSARS. I don't want to double down on making sure the world keeps paying attention to Nigeria and everything going mm-hmm. on over there. Because as long as the spotlight's still on them, then there's hope. Because mm-hmm. the second the spotlight's taken away, then those fucked up leaders are going to continue to do the bullshit that they're doing because people aren't watching no yeah. more. And so... Moving right along, though, to some lighter news. And which made me a little bit sad this week, just because dude was in fucking Georgia. And this would have been third time seeing him, but it's like, I can never see Mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle enough. And so I'm sad, A, that I missed him in Norcross recently. Dude, I'm pissed I didn't even hear about it, to be honest. I was, was I just so far removed from the world of comedy that I didn't even hear, like, that this man was coming into town because after the last experience of you going and the way you talked about it, I was so set on the fact that I don't care what it takes, my time, money, or whatever at that time, I'm going to be at that show. And then all of a sudden, I'm realizing I don't even stand a chance anymore. Bro, I didn't hear about it. And then the second I heard about it, you click the link, it sold out. You're like, what? So the bots are at work like this? Like, bro, that shit really tilted me. I was so butthurt. 
But um, <laughs> the Chappelle show, though, for everybody is move, is going to mm-hmm. be on Netflix and HBO yeah. Max. Mm-hmm. And it's just such an important piece of history and something that a lot of us have already been cultured on. And a lot of people, surprisingly, that we run into on the day to day and just know have not been. And so this is a dope opportunity for the collection to be put in one solid place so that people can go do their research, you know, get caught up on all of the memes, the jokes and the bullshit that people are talking about. Once any one of my friends that has not seen the um, KKK skit they do, if you see it for the first time, I just need you to message me reactions. I need you to message me reactions. Not even saying anything. Just not message me reactions. Else, the, that's one of the this best This is the Easter egg for the episode. I Go ahead that. and let us know about that one for sure. <laughs> I love that so, so fucking much. I, my mind immediately when the Chappelle show like comes on, uh, first thing in my mind when we bring the Chappelle show that comes to mind is him playing the like Make-A-Wish kid Bro. <laughs> in video games it's the most <laughs> hilarious fucked up thing I've ever seen I'm not gonna lie a lot of these like skits though did age extremely well cause like they're still funny they're and still funny and fucked up funny. 100% <laughs> like damn I feel like the Chappelle show fell into that realm like the boondocks for me for sure where it was just like the most legends classics yeah. classics so I mean definitely go ahead and check that shit out for sure and then actually this is some news that I wanted to get your opinions mm-hmm. on because of the fact that I really don't know what could happen. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. It's just like, because Sony apparently is finishing up the final stages of finalizing a deal to acquire Crunchyroll. Now, I don't know if it's like in the final stages, but they're they're pretty much, that's what it's looking like. And so... For a billion dollars. One, shout out to Crunchyroll because it's been near and dear to our hearts for years. And so to mm-hmm. see them get paid, motherfucker get paid, is really dope. Mm-hmm. But what do you think that means for the platform? Because personally... I think it could go one of two ways. A, it could just be them collecting them checks mm-hmm. and then just being like, hey, we did a good investment. Or B, they could be like, ooh, let's put a spin and then just fucking something that's been perfect up for so long. I think there's no downside. Um, you think there's no way? There's no downside. downside. And then I'll say this. A, the amount of money that they're putting into the deal to acquire Crunchyroll, which is obviously there's a lot of users on. They're putting a billion dollar deal, right? They know they're going to profit heavy off of it because they're understanding the tr- general trend of where anime is going, right? And the amount of people that are actively watching it right now, right? And generations coming up, how prevalent it is in these younger generations. And so they already know they're going to get bread off of it and they're not going to, you don't fix what's not broken right so they're gonna leave like the platform and everything like that relatively the same i sure there's gonna be things that they try and finesse in there like their own like uh their own series they try and make that might be butt cheeks and all of a sudden they're pushing it heavy that people aren't trying to watch that might be annoying however that aside they're gonna pretty much leave the platform the same i'm sure so they don't fuck fuck it up and lose viewership but I think the most important aspect of this deal... And I deal, have another question for you after yeah. this, too. I think the most important aspect of this deal is the fact that Sony is such a major player in the film industry that right now we're seeing how much people truly love these animes and anime movies. Being able did to... you see what the Demon Slayer yeah. movie did in Japan? Exactly. Box bro. office records. Obviously, <laughs> like a lot of movies are off culture right now. So, But at the same time, it did more than Spirited Away did... In its opener. In 10 days, though. Because mm-hmm. they counted the Spirited Away and all the other huge ones, 30 days. Mm-hmm. In 10 days, they already smashed it. Like, what? And it was global. Mm-hmm. Worldwide, it was the biggest for that opening weekend. And so, but again, the, as big of a player that Sony is in the movie world, it's going to push these anime movies all over theaters in the U.S., on a larger scale instead of having the one-offs in theaters in like select states here and there in certain the theaters. One Dragon Ball and Z having movie the, of the year. In Florida. <laughs> you know, I'm not driving to Florida to watch Dragon Ball Z. No offense. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it online. I'm not gonna watch it online because that's illegal. Um, unless I pay for it, which I do. So but <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this nigga? This nigga wanna be a senator. <laughs> But imagine that, like, imagine if that deal was already done and all of a sudden we're watching Demon Slayer in all theaters across the U.S. I think that's what's, that, that's what the, um, is going to happen for the release of Demon Slayer for sure. But that shit is so beautiful to me. Cause the exactly, movie's like that. Exactly like road. what you're talking about. It's like, we catch so many anime movies that we have to be like, all right, and I'm not saying we because it's his only one half of the Off Space podcast, but I see so many anime movies and I'm like, 
damn, I have to wait till somebody rips the Blu-ray. I have to wait till somebody. <laughs> I have to wait till somebody goes through some weirdo. Hey, y'all don't have proof. It's not gonna come out over here, yeah. and I get so butt hurt about how long. But it's like if we had huge international releases of this shit, like we do for like a yeah Transformers or an Avengers or this or that, and you just watch the money that they could build. It's great for that industry in general because you start to see the emphasis on because of something we've highlighted in something like a Demon Slayer, the animation quality and funneling exactly. money into that, and then just watching your return. So it just makes anime in general. Better. And so studios that are maybe like owned or partnered with Crunchyroll, they're gonna end up seeing more money dumped to them, like you're saying. And whatever fight scenes we've seen in all these, whatever, <laughs> it's crazy. Level up, it's going up, man. Crazy. So I'm excited to see it. I don't know about you. Another question I have on this Sony Crunchyroll deal is if you could have one thing, mm -hmm. right? If you were on the exec board of Sony right now, you're making like the big player decision. Mm -hmm. What is the first decision you would make for Crunchyroll? Uh, if I was making a change? Yeah, if you could have one thing for them to go in the right direction. Because it seems like you see nothing but upside, but what is the something that would just strike you immediately? That they can improve about Crunchyroll. Um, I would say the fact that they need to advertise it a little bit better market it towards uh because again there's a lot of users on it but there's a lot of people i know that watch anime that, that the animes that they're watching aren't exactly like the naruto's or the one piece are the biggest things that they can watch other places that they don't really need to be super into anime to watch i feel they're like there are people that watch like the deeper shit right that aren't being marketed crunchy roll the right way so they don't even know about it or they don't think they should invest like uh buy membership for it so they just need to create a better marketing plan to reach like Again, like a lower, uh, younger generation who isn't actively already trying. Because the people who are on it, they were going to already be a, like oh, on sure. it. It wasn't like they. Was it wasn't like they had to sell them. You, you know? knew I was gonna have a crunchy roll. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like there were certain people you had to assume. So that's the one thing I would do is do a better job on the marketing side. But again, that's probably just because like. And to be fair, in the marketing. they have a big audience that they're missing out on. Personally, in my opinion, with. Um, all of the people on Netflix, right? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of their big shows or the shows that are big on Crunchyroll that get, since they're Funimation, a lot of the mm -hmm. times, they'll get the Funimation dub and they'll go to Netflix. Like I was speaking to somebody and I said, yo, blah, blah. She was talking about like um, <clears throat> cooking anime. Yeah. And I was like, Shokugeki no Soma. She was like, yeah, yeah, Food Wars? Because <clears throat> I said Food Wars because she didn't know like that. And that's not to like separate or anything like that. Yeah. But if they can like bring all of those audiences together, right? And like make it really, really casual friendly as well as really friendly for everybody else in the anime world. You yeah. can A, get people to dip on both sides of the pond. Mm -hmm. And maybe a lot of you hating ass niggas that try to tell us that every dub in the world is horrible. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. But B, on the other side, just bringing the casual people in to the point where you can expose certain people that the anime they've watched, they've loved, mm -hmm. right, to a whole plethora of new shows that they can get into. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it's a good direction. And honestly, I'm excited to see what happens with this uh, just deal that's going to be brought about. But again, that's one of those time will tell and especially how we're fully going to see it because nothing that's being done right now business-wise unless it's like certain things you're going to see in the full scope till after this pandemic so for sure and then the last couple things just because my sports section at least was really small for this week was i wanted to give a, a shout out to my favorite baseball team that i've been a lifelong diehard fan you of cap. The, the la dodgers <laughs> for winning the world series big cap so i want no one to talk to me when you see me in the dodgers jersey and keep that the, same energy on the braves one bro keep that same energy and I'm gonna have Braves a Braves one. jersey and a Braves hat on my boy. <laughs> so Yo, this man is wishy-washy. <laughs> it is all good though, because genuinely speaking, I'm not gonna lie. Any W a city can get right now with this shit going on is a win. And to be in LA with the Lakers and the Dodgers winning, I'm almost it's like that Squidward meme where niggas looking outside the window at everyone having fun. That's how I feel about and I just see let me stop. <laughs> Go ahead. I just see L LA running outside. I see the Lakers and the Dodgers sure. and I'm just inside the pineapple just like Georgia. <laughs> right. The craziest thing about that whole championship to me was one just like you said, the back-to-back. -back. Like, they got the basketball and the MLB in a year, bro. The city mm -hmm. would have gone stupid open. Stupid. Mm -hmm. They're still going stupid. I know they are. But I'm saying, like, at least less shamefully stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was open. But two, like, um, yeah. just, like, somebody that is already, like, a future Hall of Famer and all of that and the Clayton Kershaw mm -hmm. and never actually winning one. I love just as that somebody didn't sound right. who... 
that didn't sound right. right. Like it's just like I love just in the love of sports, I love seeing him get his. You know, you gotta see winners win. Exactly. And when they don't like a Chris Paul, you feel sad. It feels you bad. feel bad. That's why y'all don't be haters if Chris Paul does end up going to the Lakers. Because I really do hope that CP3 can get one because that's a certified champion, mm-hmm. and I want him to have a ring before. And he not gonna lie, him. obviously Rondo deserves to have a spot. I don't think they need to get rid of both. I don't think you need a CP3 or or Rondo. I think you can have both on that team. And again, Rondo coming off the bench and. Caruso just got to find his way into working on like a different spot or some shit, you know. If I'm Rondo, I'm retiring. If you're Rondo, Rondo, you're retiring. I think he's got one or two more good years in him before he even needs to think about that. And I know he's got a love for the game still. Like he's not gonna retire. I'd love for him to retire and then get from just from what players have said about Rondo. Like regardless of if he retires now or in a couple years, start working right? into like coaching. I want to see him start working the coaching because I want to see Rajon Rondo the head coach one day. I'm definitely these niggas see that. talk about yeah. him like the way people that played with Rondo talk about Rondo is like people talk about Braun the court general and all mm-hmm. of this. It's like no, like they even talk about the Lakers being if Rondo's on the court and Braun's on the court, it's like co court generals. Mm-hmm. Like Rondo is someone that really is a leader and is really good at relaying and teaching you about things mm-hmm. and like the film and blah. Blah, blah 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 and so i really want to see him start working i saw something players. talking about how he was teaching braun how to better handle like masking certain emotions and shit because it told some of the younger guys like because those guys look up to that man like obviously he's their idol bro like we're there are what like, kyle kuzma is my age or a little bit older maybe and think about it i know growing up everybody was looking he's at braun right he he probably isn't but um yeah, but I remember people my age coming up, obviously, Braun was that guy, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you're uh, on the same team as him and you miss, like, three shots in a row and you're having an off game, all of a sudden... Oh, exactly, yeah. And so all of a sudden, you're thinking to yourself, damn, I'm letting the goat down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're letting this. And so it was teaching you how to, like, kind of mask some of that so that everybody can be... Team morale can stay up and people can keep playing hard type shit. And so it's just cool knowing that even someone like a Braun... Exactly. Even someone like a Braun is being taught and learning shit from a rondo so that's pretty cool exactly i love seeing yeah. shit like that because that just shows you just like you were talking about his love for the game like mm-hmm. that man don't care who's in front of him he's ready to talk about it and he's ready to always get things done and he's got a winner mentality a real winner's mentality but speaking of a winner's mentality speaking of 24 and 0 and 23 of them being knockouts hard hitter man javonta davis heavy hitter pay-per-view debut mm-hmm. I, i'm not gonna lie i hate the fact that these fights come on during cool shit hours always during cool shit hours <laughs> so it's like if i'm not actively telling people not to talk to me about the fight i'm gonna be shown what happens and i know it must tell you because i know you actually wish you could watch yeah. all of these in real Dude, time I, I would love to watch them in real time and when i can't i usually it might not be immediately after but like within like a week two weeks whatever like i will go back and i will watch the fight and i will make sure that i figure it out myself because i like to see what happens but a moment like this i wasn't upset because you showed me uh you showed me it and i i wanted to know i wanted to know and i will go back and i will enjoy the fights though knowing that jaronte davis came out with that dub in the end man so it's happy to see that young king shine at the end of the day he looked like he was beaten up too so i know uh it was a tough fight 100 percent. but jaronte davis definitely hit that nigga with the Mayweather's out there. Uzi walked me in. I'm in front of the world. First big pay-per-view. I promise you, I got to hit him with the one, two, uppercut knockout. What? This man, I don't know. It's just like the the way that people talk about him and now paying attention to him as a fighter, it really shows that he has potential to go down as one of the greats, you know, if he just stays on his pivot and keeps working hard and keeps staying locked in. And just watching his interview with um, all the guys off all, all the smoke. Shouts out to all the smoke. Yeah. You gain a lot of respect because you realize it's not just, oh, it, it fell into this luckily or, like, it didn't work too hard or has, a la- like, a lackadaisical mindset around the world of boxing. Like, this man, since he was a kid, was fighting and, like, was happy. Once he got taken in, like, brought him to the gym and everything, was happy to be there every day, first thing in the morning. And was, like, um, he was out there before, like, people ever got there sleeping. People thought he was homeless or waiting to actually get into the gym because he was that dedicated to boxing. So, I was happy to see, again, a winner win. Yes, sir. Ski. So, we're going to always pay attention. Yeah. And that's fun to see, like, a new, young, you know, up-and-coming fighter, mm-hmm. too. Well, not up-and-coming. He's a four-time world champion, blah, blah, blah. Like, obviously, he's established. But just somebody that we can watch for years to come yeah. as we watch the change. The story is still unfolding. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the changing of the guard is like a weird period we're in, but I love seeing in all sports, you know, the youth that we have to watch, mm-hmm. you know, for years to come. 
we're not being disappointed. Like, the youth got this, and it's in good hands and everything. Exactly. But other than that, man, I don't really have much shit else to say. You got us. Man, all I can say is if you tuned in this far to the podcast. I got a question. I got a question. You cannot. You can't cover y'all right as I was saying. I got a question. I got a question. What is it? I was thinking about it just because it was a Twitter thing earlier. And just because that's probably what we're about to eat in in a second if Mm -hmm. they're still open. All right. Think about you. High school, brick house, wing night, like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you're throwing down with your friends. Regular wings, right? Regular wings. You can eat more than those than the boneless. At brick house, for me, I can. Because mm-hmm. the brick house boneless were huge. Right? I was going to say, brick house boneless wings were the only boneless wings that never <laughs> disappointed. Ginormous. I know that's free promo, but... No, no, ginormous. But anyways. Mm-hmm. And so, think about the days you eat the most wings, right? So, yeah. what are you knocking down? 20, 30, you know? I had an right? eating competition for wings with my friends. Mm-hmm. And so, like... Obviously, the two times I did it, once in uh, Kennesaw State Marietta Campus Dining Hall, and the other time was at, like, a Buffalo Wild Wings or some shit, or, like, a Wings and Things. I can't remember. But the first time, it was, like, 42, mm-hmm. and the second time was 50-something. That's what I'm saying. Knock them down. Knock them down. So, but that's eating contest, so that's yeah. different. Because I, I definitely understand those numbers in, like, an eating contest. But I'm talking about, like, now, though, in 2020, fast eating I've done now, how many can I knock down? If you go, what what amount of wings is knocking you out? Like, a, like I gotta go to sleep. Like, I gotta take a nap after. Oh, on so everything, on bro, I know I'm a sound pussy. Like, I tweeted earlier, bro, like, a 10-piece and fries, bro. I'm not gonna, gonna lie. I was gonna say, do we have sides or not? <laughs> because if it's no sides, it's a 15. You know if, if I have sides, it's a 10 it's a 10 piece of surprise and I'm done does it make you feel like, pussy now does it make you feel like damn what happened <laughs> it almost makes me feel like without even realizing it I was far removed from the game I used to have so much confidence in the amount right. I could eat I thought I could be a professional right. eater like really and so now it just feels like sometimes after I'm getting fucked up off like the two slices of pizza oh, I'm bro. sitting there like now that I'm out of the game are they gonna miss me are they gonna miss me <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and close it out my feet, my feet. But, yeah. no you're good bro but because that's perfect and honestly what i'm just gonna say is the closing so again if y'all have tuned in this far of the off space podcast go ahead and make sure if you're watching us on youtube to subscribe like this and if you're actually listening like all of our people who have been there with us since day one make sure that you are downloading and following us on all streaming platforms and i'm gonna leave it at that because it's up to y'all whether or not you want to rock with your boys but at this point you already know what it is yes sir ski so i'm true golfer i'm as a go offer and this is the off space baby yes sir ski